Ben Graham couldn't remember the night his mother died, but he could dream it. The dream itself was recurring, a relic from childhood, and obviously a fantastical extrusion of the truth. He believed it the product of a young boy's mind, the result of hearing the word monster bandied about so often in reference to the killer. He told himself over and over that when young boys hear of monsters, monsters are undoubtedly conjured forth. But rationalizing it away didn't stop him waking up in a cold sweat every time the nightmare was summoned by his subconscious. Before he lay his head down that night, Ben was already anticipating night terrors. He could feel them, lying in wait, a tingle of pressure building under his skull, right behind his forehead, the same pressure that grew there every time the somnambulant horror show was preparing to take the stage. As he closed his eyes, he discussed it with himself, whether expecting it, fearing it, was more likely to bring it forth than simply trying to forget the horrific imagery that he had relived time and time again. Thoughts slowed as sleep drew forth, and the bedroom lay quiet for the next half hour. The silence was broken by heavy breathing, tossing and turning. The nightmare was beginning to dig its claws in, starting as it always did, with an almighty crash of broken glass. Ben was in his childhood bedroom. He was five years old. The sound of a shattering window woke him, and young Ben bolted upright. There were thudding footsteps coming from under him, creaking floorboards downstairs on the ground floor. Inspired by tales he had read of the Hardy Boys and Famous Five, he kicked his feet over the side of the bed, setting out to investigate. As he crept down the staircase, it had no point occurred to him that his life may be in danger. After all, the kids in those books ran into smugglers and thieves, villains of all shapes and sizes, and never once came to an unfortunate end. Ben came round the corner at the foot of the stairs and saw the glass on the floor. He remembered what he had learned from the investigations of his fictional heroes and took a closer look at one of the shards. Holding it in his hand, then putting it up against the hole in the window, it fit perfectly, like a puzzle piece that slotted in the bottom right corner by the frame. It had once been part of that window, smashed in by the intruder. The door had been left ajar, the sound of those heavy boots still thudding around, deeper in the house, accompanied by strained breaths. The robber was still there. Cautiously, the young boy entered the living room, where he found his mother, struggling with the man who broke into the house. But as their bodies turned with the movement of the fight, it became clear that this was no man, it was a monster. The creature had no solid form. Its body was gelatinous and constantly shifting in shape. The skin of the intruder was mostly bright red, with some patches that were a deeper maroon, others a slick, dark purple. There were tentacles coming out of its sides, where arms might be on a man, which were wound round his mother's wrists. The structure of the hideous thing was different where it met her skin, a solid dark brown.
The grasp it had on her was strong, and she was fighting a losing battle to break free from the clutches of the beast. Ben gasped as he saw the monster, felt a chill as if all the blood rushed from his body. He had never seen anything so terrifying in all his short life. The creature turned to him, saw him, and seemed to exude an angry gurgle at having been interrupted. The top of its viscous form reared up, tearing away from the main body. Sinewy drips at the rip between the upper and lower parts formed into teeth. As the creature lifted its top jaw up high and brought it down on his mother's body with a sheer force that seemed to knock all the air from her lungs,